you're listening to the Parahelion Podcast Network. The following podcast is presented by Parahelion Creations, NPR Public Affairs, in association with Anchor.fm and SeduceRevolution.org. Hi, snooze lovers. This is Bengt Viberg, a snooze innovator and a tobacco harm reduction advocate for Snooze Revolution. And my name is Michael McGrady, and I want to welcome you to this brand new episode of the Snooze Revolution podcast. I'm extremely happy to have all you here, and I think that it's time for us to finally get out a brand new episode. What do you think, Ben? I think that sounds great, and today we will cover uh, the latest news on the snooze-slash-nicotine COVID-19 study, and uh, I guess, what what else, Mike? Uh, And we're going to talk briefly about um, a recent evidence update by Public Health England related to snooze and vaping, not to mention a variety of other developments in Europe, including updates to uh, the tobacco products directive uh, ordered by uh, European Commission. Um, Do I got that right, Ben? I think we're going to have a decent conversation really quick and have everything taken care of. Let's go. So, for those who didn't uh, hear our previous episode in August, there is a great study going on in Sweden about tobacco use, where they separate smoking and they separate snooze and no nicotine use. Uh, When this study was launched in the end of May, every newspaper in Sweden was full of headlines like uh, researchers news can protect against corona the Swedish medical journal wrote does nicotine protect smokers from getting COVID-19 and uh, the viral effects of snooze arouse French interest all the headlines were mostly the same so snooze revolution um, picked up on this and we have been following the scientists uh, since then. In May they promised results already estimated after two months. It's now been, uh, wow, <laughs> May, uh, about ten, 10 months and no results yet. But, yeah. uh, but we found out that in, in uh, on the 7th of December, the uh, Center for Epidemiology and Social Medicine in Sweden, who is conducting the study, they presented the report and uh, discussed this in the management group. And the um, professor in charge said that the report will be available to, to, to the public in January. Today we are in March, no report has been published. Uh, You know, us news users and those who are concerned about COVID-19 is wondering if it's not going to be published or or what's going on really. Um, We have also found out 
that the, there has been some concerns from some of the managers of this uh, huge product. One of them is the quit smoking hotline <laughs> responsible who, who said, uh, I'm quoting now, too bad that snooze got such a focus. Uh, ethics feels difficult to treat, not just current users with nicotine, question mark, question mark. So all of the scientists at the CES Center of Epidemiology, please let us have the results because other studies, uh, I'm looking now at the US National Library of Medicine, clinicaltrials.gov. Uh, they are conducting, they are writing about the French uh, study using nicotine patches. And uh, I'm reading from that study now, uh, now in March 2021, uh, quoting the nicotine patches may protect people in high risk areas and periods until they are vaccinated, if they accept it and are eligible for it and in the post-vaccine weeks necessary for the efficientness of the vaccine, which reinforces the importance of evaluating this alternative prevention strategy in the context of the arrival of vaccine, vaccines. So they are talking about nicotine as a preventive strategy. And this is very interesting. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I assume we'll probably see uh, results coming soon. Um, you know, it's typical with these uh, public uh, health agencies. Uh, they do have scientific review boards that they have to go through, and there's probably a, a plethora of um, regulatory uh, issues they need to address before they release a report like this. But um, in the meantime, that, we, we, we yeah. keep using snooze, of course, <laughs> yeah, or, I mean, or e-cigarettes or whatever less harmful product we yeah, are using. That kind of leads us to our next point of discussion, which is uh, Public Health England's latest evidence update. Uh, and uh, uh, PHE uh, is the equivalent to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in the United States. Uh, to the England English government, and PHE is probably the most prominent public health agency in the world that, again, has confirmed that vaping is 95% safer than uh, smoking, and uh, this is also the same agency that has determined that uh, snooze is 95 to 98% safer than smoking. So, uh, and that's even a relative risk greater. Uh, than, no, that's even a relative risk that is. Uh, lesser than uh, e-cigarettes, so that's that's uh, definitely important to note because the recent uh, information regarding snooze, especially in the United States and whatnot, are uh, starting to realize that you know there's actually uh, public health application for these products. Uh, especially because you know we're now discussing bans, we're now discussing. Uh, larger than life uh, aggressive tactics in the United States 
And we're also going to be addressing, uh, you know, the amendments to the uh, European Union's uh, tobacco products directives. So, you know, it's, mm. it is interesting. What do you think about that? Because the, um, the report definitely does kind of offer us that, that scientific support, you know, when we make these arguments. Yeah, I mean, uh, in October 2018, I think it was, uh, the Federal Drug Administration, FDA, in, in the United States, approved eight brands of snooze uh, as the first ever in history modified risk tobacco product. And actually, the company who produced these snooze are actually allowed to to uh, to market them as safer than cigarettes and with a lot of less risks. And looking at the European Union uh, new tobacco directive, us news users, uh, there's a couple of million of us. Uh, now we can also add the nicotine pouch users, which is spreading uh, very successfully helping people uh, quit smoking. And um, in 2018, it was uh, uh, the world's greatest metadata study that concluded that uh, uh, a large epidemiology study could not recently demonstrate any increased risk of disease with Swedish news. Mm -hmm. And... uh, and I mean, I mean, most people, many people have heard of the Karolinska Institute. And in May last year, they made a study with 418,000 male participants uh, in Sweden followed over a period of something like 25, 30 years. And they concluded that normal snooze use, which is four four cans a week uh, or less, actually reduces the the relative risk of oral cancer as compared to those who don't use snooze at all. How about that fact? Mm -hmm. And uh, really quick, Ben, I'm sure you made a mistake. Uh, the MRTPs for the general snooze brand uh, was actually October 22nd of 2019, not October 2018. They actually mm. initially uh, yeah, yeah. killed it a couple times since 2016, but in 19, uh, they issued uh, the first ever MRTP uh, for these uh, types of products, which is big. Um, and the only other, just for reference, the only other uh, MRTP products is uh, the uh, uh, ICO system, you know, the iQuit. Uh, it not burn, yeah. Yeah, the iQuit smoking. Uh, no, actually, the ICO stands for iQuit Original Smoking Heat Not Burn System by Philip Morris International and uh, Altria Group. So um, that is also the only other products that is significantly considered MRTP. While there are a couple others in the works, but you know, there's really nothing more uh, that is considered modified risk in the United States. But that is important to know because, uh, as you said, with the EU and everything, even the PHEs, this evidence update and everything, uh, white snooze, regular snooze, very important products that are kind of changing, uh, you know, the face of the oral tobacco market and really just the 
uh, whole use of uh, oral tobacco in general. Now, um, now EU has the chance to act on this, uh, you know, massive scientific evidence that has boiled up since since the snooze trial in the European Court of Justice and. Uh, but instead, we hear rumors about, you know, uh, forbidding flavors in, a, in a e-cigarettes and in, in, in oral nicotine products. And that would be totally disaster, in my opinion, uh, for encouraging people to, to start using snooze or e-cigarettes or, or nicotine pouches. What do you think? Um, I just think that we just need to continue what we're doing and realize I'll help these governments help these regulatory agencies realize that we are kind of in the midst of uh, a scientific uh, how do you say a scientific revolution (laughs) I wouldn't say revolution I just I'd I'd say that we're in a scientific change and then you have world leaders who say and believe the science after years of you know, science denialism on uh, electronic cigarettes and and not just electronic cigarettes, but also on marijuana legalization, on climate change. And it's just like they want to finally have a, um, how do you say, uh, they finally want to have a... To look at the facts. Yeah, exactly. uh, We want Snooze Revolution wants more facts and less politics. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's definitely, it's definitely uh, interesting to say, and I think that is important to know because we are now seeing a crossroads of information, like I said, and you know, however world leaders act on it is going to determine the next couple of years of uh, policy. Oh, sorry, sorry for the noise. I- I had to put no, in another no, another snooze. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. It's noisy <laughs> on my end. Um, but aside from that, I think that really just kind of hits the point, you know? Like we, it, Just like anything else, we are going to say uh, it's kind of this uh, overarching argument that, you know, we just have to keep pointing to a variety of evidence while still recognizing that even though there's a relative risk to human health when you use these products, it's much less dangerous to use these products than to say use a cigarette or even to smoke a cigar or something like that. So it's just like that is an interesting situation and I think that um, that's definitely helpful with all the, at least with the scientific study you told me about uh, and all that. And of course, we would like uh, supporters of Snooze to uh, to follow us on Snooze Revolution podcast. We also have a Twitter channel and we also have a Facebook channel. And uh, uh, I, I was one of the founders of uh, the EU for Snooze movement, and and we are all also all over the place. And, if you want to meet other snooze users, the EU for Snooze has about uh, several thousand members, men and w- adult men and women, 
from all over the planet. I think about 100 nations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's it's definitely an interesting thing to bring up, you know, a snooze and electronic cigarettes, you know, you kind of, those users, they actually develop a product community and they know the benefits of these products for their for their health and uh, you know that's that is nice to see and you can interact with other people uh, on say like our facebook channel like ben said and all the other uh, groups we're active in other than that uh i think i speak on the behalf of myself and pent when i say we appreciate your followership and you know our your continued patronage when we uh are trying our best to produce this podcast in midst of all the economic issues and you know the pandemic that's still ongoing. Other than that, uh, you can visit snoozerevolution.org for more information about the show, and you can also follow us on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And we actually made it onto Amazon and uh, oh, Amazon great. Music, and we're also on a. Uh, uh, Pocket Casts. I'm trying to remember. We're also we also made it onto the audiobook platform called Audible. So, Audible is again Amazon, but you know you you can actually look us up with and kind of switch between your favorite audiobook and then just your Snooze Revolution update. So that was kind of cool. I forgot to mention that that happened a few weeks ago. Uh, but mm-hmm. other than that, um, you know we're trying to be as widely as available as possible, and you can. Uh, just follow us there. Uh, ben, any last words? Uh, we look forward to having guests uh, in our show. And uh, one particular guest I would like to see is uh, Chad Jones of Snobby.com. He's a snooze reviewer with millions of, of uh, listeners on, on the YouTube. And we also hope to bring along some, uh, some of our science friends, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we're going to try and bring about some of our uh, high-profile science friends. And then I think that uh, other than that, we're, we're going to definitely try and make uh, this season of Snooze Revolution, the 2021 season, to be a little more diversified with a few more episodes than last year. Like I said, it's just, uh, you know, this is a kind of a bootstrap uh, operation where we really uh, do our best to produce and manage on our time because Bent and I are professionals in other fields outside of this and uh, we are busy all the time so aside from that um, <laughs> and aside uh, from a huge time difference <laughs> yeah yeah he, remember everybody um, he's in Sweden and I'm in the uh, United States you know that's like seven eight hours so yeah <laughs> So my my I'm getting tired of snoozing. I I I can f- smell my wife's cooking. So <laughs> I'll, All right, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll have some uh, what do you say grub <laughs> some some something nice to eat. Yeah, I, I need to get some nice to eat too. 